You think that, but she really just phones it in. How the fuck is she going to phone that in? They don't really... Do she they puts, have Uber Eats and shirts? No, she puts the Italian dressing in the pot roast. Will you... <laughs> Until you try that, you cannot shit talk it, okay? That's what you think, because I'm fully going to continue shit talking it. Okay, well, that's choices. Uh, Well, no, it's not, because that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, but also, um, what do you put in your pot roast? You put basically, you make Italian dressing inside your pot, and then you roast it. I use fresh spices, like thyme, (laughs) thyme, basil, Mm -hmm. um... That's it. Rosemary. Garlic. Garlic. Lots of garlic. Uh, yogurt. Uh, ew. <laughs> what the fuck kind of white nonsense bullshit is this? Mayonnaise. <laughs> you know, Greek the, yogurt, mayonnaise, horseradish, just Dijon mustard. Loves mayonnaise. Uh-huh. Like, I bought the big one, like a huge thing of mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. We're almost out. Uh... She eats a ham, cheese, and mayonnaise sandwich most days. That doesn't, that's not terrible. I used to hate mayo when I was younger, uh, and then I grew more into it because I realized that not eating my sandwiches with mayo made them very dry. (laughs) So then I was like, okay, well, then I have to get used to this taste if I I, uh, don't want a dry sandwich. No. What do you mean, no? I'm not going to use butter butter. your bread? No. In a sandwich? No, why am I buttering my bread? Because that's what you do for a sandwich. No. Why? Now I know why you've been eating dry-ass sandwiches. Why do you need to butter it? (laughs) Are you serious? You've never buttered a sandwich? No. That's literally what you're supposed to do. I don't think that's true. Yes, it is. Okay, well, let us know on rspbpodcast.com if you butter your bread before you eat your sandwich. The only thing that I do... The only thing that I, use. <laughs> I feel like it's a bunch of useless calories. You always talk over me. <laughs> I'm Katya, and you're Trixie, and you're just like, blah, blah, blah. That's because I'm funnier. Not true. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Cheers to me being funnier. <laughs> Clink a glass, you little bitch. <laughs> I'm funnier. <laughs> As I'm like knocking the microphone. <laughs> LOL. Mm. Here, here's the thing. What did you say? You said here's the thing. What's your thought now? You're gonna go I'm off. I'm telling you all of the things that I actually use mayonnaise for. Because <laughs> it's only two things: grilled cheese. What Wait. the? F- you put mayonnaise look, on look. grilled cheese? Grilled cheese. And Neiman Marcus dip. Yes, the grilled cheese browns better than butter. So I put butter in the pot or in the pan. Spread mayonnaise on both sides of the bread. That just seems unnecessary. It browns better. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, I, that's why you be making gross ass food like pot roast Italian dressing. <laughs> that is not gross. <laughs> Whatever. My pot roast is delicious. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what my my hit with um, <clears throat> the youths the is? Youths. <laughs> Cauliflower mac and cheese. Uh, you. Keep bringing that up, and I love that. I love. I actually kind of want to try it. It's so good. Well, because I've been adding a lot of cauliflower to things a lot lately. You know, cauliflower rice. You, have you ever heard of it? Oh, I'm 
Yeah. Y- you know. I'm a millennial. But also, I'm I know. so fucking lazy that I don't even buy my own cauliflower. Like, I just buy the bag of frozen cauliflower rice and I'm like, yeah, this will do. That's what <laughs> Thomas does. Okay, perfect. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> he buys cauliflower rice and then rice that's frozen. Like, but, but rice takes 20 minutes. 20 minutes on the stove. Yeah. But it takes one minute in the bag. <laughs> And he's not wrong. That's just, he's not wrong. He, that's not wrong. Yeah. Ooh. Bye. Yeah, they go fast on the street. I told the city that I wanted speed bumps. How'd that go? Uh, it just didn't end in email. Oh, let me tell you about my... Did you join the Homeowners Association? No, but... Well, I think we are a part of the Homeowners Association Ooh, automatically. Uh, but I did get on the uh, Next Facebook door? page. No, the, the Facebook page oh. for uh, our community. Honey, you need a Nextdoor. I know. I probably need Nextdoor, too. But the Facebook page is just as entertaining. One of my favorite things has been posted... I got two so far. One of them was like, we have these old wines that are they're in some weird shaped bottles. Uh, and like everyone's just like... And they're like, does anyone want them? And they're like, no, save them for October when we have our uh, community, like, hangout thing. And I'm like, we're going to have a community hangout thing? Like, <laughs> I'm not coming. I, I, don't, I don't know that I want to do that. Uh, it's like they're trying to be, like, lights in the heights kind of situation. And I'm like, mm. I, don't, I don't want that <laughs> See, all of mine is like, we found a cat. <laughs> well, we have one that's uh, dogs. And there's one guy that keeps getting on there. <clears throat> that Savannah pointed out at dinner on uh, Friday night. Uh, and she was like, this guy is pissed <laughs> about these about dogs these that just keep, oh. yeah, the dogs that he just keeps finding. And he's like, well, look, it looks, because someone would post on there and be like, oh, look, this dog is, you know, loose in the neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's, if it's your dog, you know, blah, come get it. Come get it. And this guy's like, another loose dog in the neighborhood. What it's going to take to get people to take care of their dang animals so they're not just pooping in everyone's yards and, and just going off at them. Like, he wrote this, like, long-ass paragraph on several dog posts. And I'm like, but nothing else. Only the dog post. He's like, very clearly upset by only one he thing. Only hates dogs. That's it. And I'm like, Sarah, do you? He has a bunch of cats. Well, then he he's also like that kind of old person. It's like I just don't have much going on in my life. Like in the post, like going on about his own personal life. And I'm like, this. <laughs> I really don't have a whole lot going on, so I kind of just walk the neighborhood. And, and there's dogs. Just find dogs. And I'm like, okay, this is. I haven't seen any dogs just running around, but all right, whatever, you know. Uh, but yes, I'm like totally just like, ooh, what's going on? Who are these people? There's like 300 people on there. And I'm like, mm. Mine is like not as specific as I want it to be. Okay. Then join the Facebook page. I, well, yeah. Facebook is a whole thing that I'm not really interested in because Facebook, everyone has one. Next door, you actually have to physically go sign up for it. Well, why had to, it was a group that you had to join by answering the questions. You have to download an app. <clears throat> I, think, I just think it's a little bit more um Exclusive. there's a couple more barriers to get on next door <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> of actually going to an app store and getting on there okay i don't want uh crazy susan from down the road who takes three thousand pictures of her grandbaby coming on and being like like this <laughs> this is my garden i'm gonna rebuild it back better than before because the freeze took it out. I don't want to see that. I don't care. What I care about... How inspirational. Is this lost gray bunny. Um, I don't think so. Or people that are mad. I'm just here for the drama. I am enjoying the drama. <clears throat> There's apparently a homeless man in our neighborhood that apparently used to live 
at one of the houses in our uh, neighborhood. And now he just walks around to people's houses and tries to open the front door. Or any doors. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Alzheimer's-y. He's not that old. <laughs> he's 14. Yeah, I don't know how old he is. But uh, I'm like, that sounds great. But, I mean, it is what it is. Whatever. Hmm. It is what it is. Just lock your doors. <laughs> it won't be a problem. Hey. <laughs> Get a little ring thing. Ding dong. I always lock the doors, like, excessively. And I locked Savannah out yesterday. I locked Thomas out all the time. <laughs> it was an accident. We had literally just gone out together, and then, like, I walked back in before her and locked the door, and then, like, I went to the kitchen and, like, started washing something, and then she, like, tries to open the door and couldn't. I was like, <laughs> Yeah. Today I was uh, helping a child wash their hands. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, in that bathroom, that cabinet? Yeah. I had the cabinet door open, and I thought I locked Thomas out, so I ran into the cabinet door. And then he it was faces like, that I was way. Like, ah. What? What? No, it faces so that it opens into the doorway. Oh, it was all the way open. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. I thought like it was only like partially open. I was like, how did you try and go <laughs> out the went, door and just? Oof. <laughs> oh no! So it, like swings into the shower. And just <laughs> <laughs> I got inside of the cabinet and then tried to get out. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the door <was> locked out. <laughs> exactly what I did. Anyways, I hit the door, and Thomas is like, what happened? And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> nothing. It's stupid. Just it's post- like you door stepping door. on that dog one. Like, nothing happened. No. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I fully, um, what is that girl's name? Got Tanya Hardinged right there by that oh, bone. Uh, yeah. Natalie. Well, Tanya Harding did it. The yeah. bone was Tanya Harding. Yeah, I know. Who am I? What's my name? What's uh, that girl's name? Natalie Nancy. Portman. Oh. Nancy, Nat- Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, I'm Nancy Kerrigan. Natalie Portman. That's an actress. I'm also Natalie Portman. No, Anne Hathaway. No, no. Natalie Portman. Are you? Blythe Danner. Who? Anya Taylor Joy. Isn't that a movie? No, it's a woman. Oh. If you were a woman, <laughs> name a woman. What would your favorite fruit be? <laughs> if I was a woman, my favorite fruit, my favorite fruit would be watermelon for the sugar no oh. just so i can like cut a half of a watermelon and then like just like eat you know like a half of a watermelon slice and just like eat along the rind because you can only do that as a woman yeah oh <laughs> okay what's weird what's your question i don't understand why you're confused i'd be very exotic <laughs> i feel like i would do be like passion fruit oh my god i have never had a passion star fruit, fruit. oh Never had that either. H E B always has like funky ones, and I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna try that. I tried dragon fruit. Uh, did not know the insides of dragon fruits are black and white. Yeah, it, especially because the outside is so like vibrant and gay. Doesn't it, is it supposed to taste like kiwi or something? It tastes a little bit like kiwi. It, the one that I chose did not have very much taste. Did you know that kiwis also go by the name gooseberries? Uh, I did not know that. I don't prefer the name gooseberry. I like kiwi better. Well then, so. So does that mean that gooseberry pie is kiwi pie? <gasps> I've heard of gooseberry pie. Yeah, I would imagine. I have not heard of kiwi pie. Hmm. Oh, green Red Bull. Well, that's also like people telling me the difference between there, there's uh, yam pie and sweet potato pie. And apparently those are different. And I'm like, how? Uh, I think those are the same thing. Well, I thought that I would discover something here but gooseberry pie just makes it just brings up 
it says you need to add gooseberries. <laughs> but gooseberries are kiwis. Are you sure about that? Yeah, fairly. I am 67% certain. <laughs> uh, well, I was 100%, but now, okay. So it's a specific type of gooseberry. Oh, my God. Called the Chinese gooseberry. Oh, my God. That's racist. You can't say that. Yeah, I'd rather call it a kiwi. I'm not going to call it a Chinese gooseberry. I'm going to call it a kiwi. Uh, how do I... What? How, oh, okay. Um... If you're a woman, <laughs> anyways, I'm ready to talk about the solder. Children. Oh my god! <laughs> For the fifth time, <laughs> have you ever heard of the solder family on Christmas Day? <laughs> Their whole house burned down. Nobody survived. <laughs> Miraculously, they could not get the ladder to move on top of the truck. No bones. No bones. Mm-mm. Well, speaking of bones, I'd like to talk about our sponsor. Big bones. The Mortuary oh. Foundation. No. No, you were you were so close. Though. I was yeah. You were so close. Um I'm going to talk about baked bones. Wow. Baked bones. Uh, a recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and mind, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to a 2019 study, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. And their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably already know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling we're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can but what about the anxiety that we may have passed on to our dogs baked bones has a solution oh yeah cbd has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and their dogs and baked bones has your dog covered Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% now with promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15! Baked Bones is LGBTQ-owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones probably donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the United States. Need your Baked Bones ASAP and want to support small businesses? You can pop on down to Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights and off of South Congress Street in Austin. Baked Bones! I lost my voice at the end, but it's okay. It was a whistle tone. I thought like that. A, yeah, look, you both can it. Uh, whistle tone. He's like, uh-uh, dog whistle. And he's like, excuse me? I hear it. Uh, who, who, who's calling me? Who? Uh, just for everyone's information, um, CBD does not mean Caesar bacon dressing, which I have thought the whole time. Caesar bacon dressing is delicious. 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 But it's not. Okay. I'm just letting everyone know. Oh, okay. Thank you. Was it cannabis dye, some but but bedial oil or cannabis dental oil, cannabis oil, oil, yeah. Um, well, cannabis oil. Uh, yeah, basically that. Oh, <sighs> well, uh, I'm vaccinated. I'm not not fully vaccinated, but I am partially vaccinated. I am 
uh, fully a Moderna gay, uh, which means I uh, just randomly break out in the song like vaccine, 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 vaccine. Why? Because Dolly Parton got the Moderna one? She helped pay for the Moderna vaccine. Oh. Trust in science and get your vaccine when you can. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. It's not bad. Because um, you just made an awful song. Hold on. What can I rhyme with? Please. Get your vaccine so 2021 is a slam. No? Summer 21 is a slam. There you go. You can say that. No? That's a good song. I'll think about it. I'll okay. think about it. She sang a song and whenever she got her vaccine of her own vaccine. It was and the I was Code like, of Many Colors. No, she sang Jolene, but the same song, just she made up her own lyrics and none of it rhymed. So I was like, bitch, I made a rhyme instead. Do it to Code of Many Colors. No. Okay. Well, I will always love you then. And I will get my vaccine. Ooh, a little flat. Oh. (laughs) You thought I was going to compliment you? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, you got it. Fuck you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't actually like drinking it like that because it makes a lot of foam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very aerated. Yeah. Well, that's like <laughs> on <clears throat> the drag race, whenever they're like, any queen is slipping out of the, the straw, they're like. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a straw. How the fuck does it make that noise? <laughs> It doesn't. The queens are just blowing bubbles in there. <laughs> Especially that Denali. <laughs> She's always pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, but this isn't the our RuPaul's podcast. Our RuPaul's Drag Race. Our RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Our RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Well, it is our spoopy podcast. So do you want to talk about some spoopy things? Let's do it. You know what I realized? What? We are on episode 95. 95 90 95 95 yes uh say you're five uh i'm nearly 96 so you're 95 say you're 95 exactly um so we're gonna do our 95 celebration dance that we planned for the whole time that's it Everyone's like, what are they doing? <laughs> well, it's it's very complicated, but I'll say this. It involves a lot of um, sow cows and uh, triple axles, and mm-hmm. I'm Nancy Kerrigan. And mm-hmm. you're Tanya Harding, and then you do the slash to the legs. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, oh, no. But then I get to punch you in the face. I don't think she did that. Well, that's what our dance is about. Oh. I don't think Nancy Kerrigan punched her. I think she just, what did she say? What's her famous line? Why <sighs> would you do this? No, yeah. It's just. Why? 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 Yeah. Um, well, she was Iconic. Bro- broken bitch. Uh, well, I did want to just point out that I feel like over our time in our Spoopy Podcast history in the 95 weeks prior, we have talked a lot about... Uh, Spoopy things? Yes. American serial killers. And so I do enjoy that when we do talk about international serial killers, because America does not have, the United States does not have a monopoly, uh, monopoly on serial killers, because there's plenty out there. We invented the game Monopoly. Yes. But it is not. We but do it's not about have, how capitalism steals from everyone. And 
They definitely do. Uh, but we do not have a monopoly on serial killers. So I like the that I'm just going to kind of continue Let on... Let me guess the... I'm going to guess the country. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah? You reading my mind? Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess a continent first. Okay. Ooh. Asia. No. Air Europe. No. South America. Yes. Oh, see? Uh, that was my that was first guess. <laughs> ah. Yeah. And then I'm getting, for the country, it's, it starts with a B. Brazil. No. Belize. No. Bermuda. <laughs> You're getting further away from South Bolivia. America. No. B -b Why did you guess B? I didn't even say yes to B. <laughs> but Chile. <laughs> There's a silent B in Chile. Colombia, but the B is in the, in the middle. Yes, we're talking about Colombia. What's that Colombia. right? Colombia. I yes. knew it the whole time. First guess, South America and Colombia with a B. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be talking about Luis Garavito. Oh, no. Of the Garavito Garavitos? Of the Garavito Garavitos, yes. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I had not known about him, but I was like, ooh, bitch, you got... Some crazy shit in your closet. All right. I'm going to uh, take a guess. <laughs> it's, he murdered someone. Multiple wow, people. Wow, you're really good at this. Ooh. That's crazy. I'm a mind reader. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I can feel that. Is it just because you watched the, the first 15 minutes of RuPaul's Drag Race? I did. Yeah. And it's a mind reader. And you're I'm like, Char Margolis. Char Margolis. What a name. I had a customer today whose name was Char. And I was like, is this a name? Is this real? Is it short for Charlene? Or probably. Sh Chargrit? Charmin. <laughs> Chargrit. Chargrit or Charmin. Is Char short for Chargrit or Charthel? Charethanol. Chartrude. Oh, Chartreuse. Yeah. That's what it's short for. Yeah. Um, I had a, a customer once, and her name was Margarita Divine. I thought that was your coworker. No. Oh. Her name was Margarita I don't want to give her on her last name. But I had a customer that was Margarita Divine. Oh. What was your customer's name? Char something. I don't remember what her last name was. I don't care. Charlene. Char Charlene. 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 Get your... <laughs> Charlene. Please don't try to use coupons on oranges at H-E-B. <laughs> oh, God. I had a customer that got mad at me because... Uh, she saw a random 45, fake 45% off discount. She's like, why aren't you giving me a 45% discount? I was like, because we don't have a 45% discount. She's like, you're lying to me. And I'm like, I work here. I would know. So no. You're not. So she rated me poorly in my customer service. She's like, this is not happiness satisfaction. And I was like, okay. because you didn't get what you wanted. It, <laughs> did, what, did I, what I did was poor? No, it wasn't. You're just a bitch. Anyways, um, Luis Garavito was born on January 25th of 1957 in Genova, Colombia. Uh, Genovia? Uh, Genova. I, I don't, it started with a G, so I don't know if it was like Hinova, but. Well, the G doesn't usually make it. It does. Sometimes. Uh, so I didn't know. Uh, I'm not Spanish, so who knows? Or Hispanic. Um,. He is known, uh, I'm sorry, his mother is unknown, but it has been speculated that uh, from the community of Hinova that uh, Garavito's mother had been a longtime prostitute. 
During the time as working as a prostitute, Garavito's mother had been brutally abused by Garavito's father, who was a heavy alcoholic and... Oh, that used to just one. You're breaking the rules? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm hot. <laughs> That'll cool you down. Um... Garav- uh, brutally abused by Garavito's father, who was a heavy alcoholic, and would also abuse Garavito's siblings. What? Heavy alcoholic? Not not us. Yeah. It's my Wednesday. <laughs> hey, I did request to get my schedule switched back to Sundays through Thursdays. So that could be on the horizon. Who knows? Who knows? Um... So around this time, Garavito's father would use force, uh, I'm sorry, would force Garavito's, uh, Garavito to watch his mother conduct sexual intercourse with her siblings, uh, I'm sorry, siblings, with her clients, sorry, <laughs> and letting his mother's clients, <laughs> siblings is in the line just above it. And I was like, e- yep. <laughs> Uh, letting his mother's clients sexually abuse and molest Garavito. So these clients would come in and touch this kid who was younger than eight years old uh, while she's getting fucked by other people. What year is this? Uh, In the 60s at some point because he left home around the age of eight. Um, Under the influence of drugs, Garavito's mother would not do anything due to the abuse and torture of Garavito's alcoholic father. 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 What is happening to me? Um, so basically, not a great home life. Uh, lots of weird sexual things going on. Um, eh, Garavito's father, alcoholic and abusive, and uh, Garavito's mother, uh, drugged up prostitute. Mm. So, not great. Um, Garavito... But there's the shining light at the end of the story, right? No, absolutely not. Uh, Garavito eventually ran away from home and survived on the Colombian streets. At the age of eight, Garavito was found by a pedophile. Uh, the man promised Garavito a hot meal and a place to rest. Uh, redu- reluctantly, Garavito accepted the offer, but instead of the hot meal and a place to sleep, the man led Garavito to an abandoned house where Gar- Garavito was sexually assaulted. After a few days, uh, a few days after, Garavito then joined a rebellious gang for protection. Uh, the gang off often robbed the Colombian citizens for food, money, and cars, which they exchanged for money at the local chop shops. Uh, Garavito started working as soon as he had enough money to survive on the streets, traveling a substantial amount to keep up with the job demands in Colombia. This is not the first time I've heard this, that in Colombia at this time, I mean, we were were leading up to the Colombian Civil War here, um, that lasted, what, two decades? Um, Yeah, I think it was in the 70s, right? 70s through the 90s. Through mid nineties, early two thousands. I don't know. I don't remember. Call right now. Hey, do you remember Columbia? <laughs> <laughs> you remember when you were a tiny baby? Do you know any about the stuff? Uh, except I don't think he was a tiny baby. He's what? Almost. He's in his mid forties. Almost fifty. So he so was born in the eighties. Born in the seventies. Then he's fifty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just all of your hair, just one side. No, mm. headphones, just. <laughs> you step on the bone again. Fuck. <laughs> Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan by that bone. <laughs> no. I'll get you for this. I'll get... Rabble, rabble, rabble. <laughs> Shakes fist wildly. <laughs> I'll get you for this, my pretty. <laughs> and your little dog, too. I showed that movie to children, and they were afraid of a little bit of it. Uh, Yeah, that's not bad. That's not a bad movie. They were like, when is it going to be color? I was like, shut up. 
Watch this black Just and white. Enjoy it. This is what I enjoyed in my childhood. <laughs> we used to go down to the picture show. It was only a nickel. The, the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> We'd go down every Friday night, but we couldn't go every Friday night because we were poor. I used to walk up and uh, up uh, uphill both ways to school in the snow. It's Houston. It doesn't. Oh, it did snow. <laughs> Ah. It's always so 19 you, degrees. Before you, you were born, always 19 always degrees. Always 19 degrees. Now, global warming, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you have to deal with in your generation. So, Garavito started work as, oh, yes, cheers to another bang of me being hilarious hilarious uh garavito started work as soon as he had enough money to survive on the streets uh, oh i already said that um although he frequently moved garavito had a girlfriend named teresa um i tried to make it teresa yeah teresa i heard teresa 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 <laughs> I would love for someone to actually name their child Teresa. Teresa. T U R I S A. Uh, no, no, hold. Try it again. Uh, T U R G H. <laughs> uh huh. I like. I Y. Oh wait, can I switch that first vowel for a U? Okay. T H U G H. T T H. That's Theresa. T H U G H. And the T is sometimes silent, or the H is sometimes. The silent. so there's well, no R. You don't R? say Teresa as Theresa, so it's T. Oh, valid. And then R. What, hold on, hear me out on this. What if we put a silent H in front? Ooh. <laughs> Just for fun, or even a silent G H. Hey, I'm my spelling... name is Teresa with a G. <laughs> I'm spelling Barbara with F's and K's. There you go. Uh, so G H, T H, U G H. Oh, there's no, not even R yet. T H. G H U T H G H. Okay. <laughs> Why is there T H there? T H is silent in the middle. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. And then R R I E C C Y. No, we can't put a, a. Y there. Yeah. Put a W. <laughs> put a W in there. <laughs> hey, what is that one word? It's like. Um, Rhythm. Awkward. Oh. Why is there a W? A walkward. Walkward. Oh, there's two W's. Yeah, I forgot about that. Walkward. Awkward. Oh, 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 well, well, there's two, there's two there, W's. If there was no L, uh, a W there, it would be awkward. Awkward. Which just sounds like uh, you're from Dayton. It would be awkward if it, there was no W on either side. <laughs> awkward. Awkward. <laughs> The awkward of time. Well, it'd be awkward if there's no W's, but awkward if there was no W on the other side. Stop yeah. it. Let's get back to the story. Yeah, anyways. Um, uh, Teresa. Um, T-G. T- uh, so, yeah, he had a girlfriend named Teresa. Uh, and he just moved around a lot. True love is forever, am I right? Mm, I wrote that down. Just because I was like, oh, I need some jokes. <laughs> well, let me get a little bit of joke in there. Let me get a little joke just for fun. Um, his girlfriend had a small child, which she recalls him getting along with very well. He loved oh. children. Uh, uh, Garavito. Oh, I see where we're going. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Garavito was known by his friends to be kind, yet easily angered. Uh, that's me. But I'm not a killer. <laughs> but you're not kind. I'm not a killer. You're I'm just, just I'm not a killer. easily angered. I'm just easily angry. I'm just, <laughs> just angry. Um, beginning in 1992, my birth year. 
At first, whenever I went to get my vaccine, uh, I was like, my birthday is June 12th, 1992. And she was like, and I was like, I forgot my birth year for a minute. And she was like, <laughs> anyways, that's why she told you you need to come back on April 7th. April 7th at the same time in the same location. Okay. Oh, shit, this fucker doesn't you know see years. this card? April 7th. I'm going to write this here so you come back to this location. And this is the problem we have. This, we have problems in this location. So 2021. One. This year. Four Not 2022. From now. I was like, ma'am. This time is a doesn't Wendy's. go backwards, so it's not a 2020 <laughs> it's either. Not, you're not going back to April of last year, so you're not missing your appointment, okay? Okay. But I think it's because, like, they don't actually send an appointment confirmation for the second one, so they want to, like, be, like, 100% certain that they're like, hello, listen, focus, look at me. Uh, you're coming back in four weeks, right? <laughs> Do that because we need that to happen. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I think it's also why they're encouraging people to get the Johnson Johnson shot because that is a one and done. They're like, just get those, just do it. Cause it like, whenever I was signing up, it's like, we have the Johnson and Johnson shot. And I was like, I don't want that. <laughs> Give me, I want to be at one of those Moderna or Pfizer games. I feel like, like I'm just going to be better than everyone. <laughs> Apparently Moderna is only acceptable in the United States though. What do you mean? They aren't using it anywhere else. I don't give a fuck. That mean I have to like if I try to go to another place, they're gonna be like, uh, "Oh, e, you got the Moderna vaccine." It's only tested in America. Oh my god! You know those Americans. Those Americans. Just uh, full of cheese. Oh, I love cheese. I had two slices of cheese when I uh, was this is leaving what I'm the house. About. <laughs> I'm full of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you had Tillamook cheese? Yeah, it's not amazing. Oh, I thought it was so tasty. Let me tell you about the best cheese, and they have it at H-E-B. Tell me. Coastal. Oh, no, no. Best cheese from H-E-B is their aged cheddar. No, this coastal one is better. Is it cheddar? It's a white cheddar. Ooh. It's a white cheddar. Is it it sharp cheddar? I'm not a huge fan of, like, sharp, sharp cheddar. You know what I love? When a cheese is slightly crunchy. Oh, I love when the cheese is slightly crunchy. Like crumbly? Like, there's, like, little crunchy pieces in it. What's crunchy in there? <laughs> Bacteria. Yes. <laughs> Milk fat. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Bacterial milk fat. Mm, milk well, fat. Well, that's like Swiss cheese. The, the thought about Swiss cheese is that those holes are just dead bacteria. You know that, right? It's just like mm-hmm. air holes created by bacteria farting. So it's like, oh, mm, mm, I just love the bacterial farts. So as cheater, Chet is cheater. 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 Me cheers. Calcium and lactic acid combined to form lactic Calcium crystals. Ooh. It's the crystals. Mm, it's the crystals. It's the crystal for me, for me. <laughs> <laughs> It's mathematics, love. It's mathematics, love. <laughs> it's the crystals for me, love. You need. <laughs> Stupid. Anyways, so 1992. Um, boys between the ages of 6 through 16 began disappearing rapidly from the streets of Colombia. Uh, due to Any the city or just <clears throat> Colombia general? Just in. There's a lot of places. We'll get to it. Um, due to the decades-long civil war, many children in Colombia were poor, homeless, and orphaned. Uh, for many years, 
these murders had just gone unnoticed because many of the victims had no police report filed of their disappearance. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> <coughs> nope, it's a vaccine. I got COVID now. Um, so, uh, so basically, it, this was giving me very like Candyman vibes, where it's like, oh, they were just poor, like Candyman, the movie from 1992. No, uh, why hasn't the movie been made about the Candyman? Actually, one thing I don't. What? I'm just making that face. Oh, um, I don't mean that as a great thing, but like, or even like a documentary. Um, I don't know because that's a that's one that hap that was a major case. But wasn't a major case at the same time because the Houston Police Department didn't want to make it a major case. So, like, I feel like a lot of files were just, like, not taken into consideration. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yes. But, I mean, that was a huge deal and, like, not enough people know about it. Because, like, whenever I mentioned, like, oh, yeah, the Houston serial killer, the Candyman, people are like, who? I'm like, uh, he was crazier a lot of people he killed a lot of when i say a lot of people a lot of people we don't actually know how many because they stopped counting at 28 they stopped counting so they could have had more bodies that they dug out of the fucking boat sheds they could have found more bodies at lake sam rayburn they could have found them on bolivar peninsula and we just didn't ever report them and those files are just gone Mm -hmm. just gone Mm -hmm. gone and he died before he could actually be like yeah yeah no i killed like 87. Because one of them, uh, Elmer Wayne Hindley or David Brooks, one of them, I think it was Elmer, Elmer Wayne Hindley, died because of COVID in jail last year. Oh. So we can't even, like, interview them. Well, I think one of them's alive, so we can be like, hey. what?" I think they did. They didn't fucking know. Yeah. They were just like, no, no, no. Sorry. We were just the bait. Yeah. And they just claimed, like, oh, well, he was active. He could have been active during times where we weren't talking to him anymore. And it was like, yeah, he probably definitely he, was he definitely was definitely so was. but i feel like you probably still knew about some of these things so mm-hmm. um we need some more details anyways uh we're not talking about the candy man but this is giving me like reminiscent vibes of the candy man uh clusters of bodies began to pop up all over colombia yet uh, all over not just one city uh yet authorities did not take much notice until 1997 so this was going on for about five or six years uh, when mass graves were uncovered. Uh, Garavito's victims were clearly identified by their age, gender, and social status. Uh, Garavito targeted boys between the age of 6 and 16 who were either homeless, peasants, or orphaned. He would approach the young boys, either on the crowded streets or alone in the countryside, and lure them away by bribing them with uh, small gifts such as money, candy, or odd jobs. He offered easy work for money and even disguised himself as different characters uh, who could be seen as legitimately offering work to the boy, such as a priest, a farmer, a homeless man, a street vendor, a drug dealer, an elderly man, or a gambler. To prevent suspicions about his activities from developing, uh, Garavita would change the disguise very often. So it was like, oh, this farmer just asked that, well, there's that real estate broker over there asking for uh, I don't know if that was one of his disguises. I just made shit up. Um, once he had the trust of a child, Garavito would then walk the boy until they were tired and vulnerable, which then made them easy to handle. First, their, ba- their bounds were hands. Their hands were bound. Uh, then Garavito would remove all their clothes and proceed to torture, rape, and sometimes decapitate them. Huh. Yeah. Uh, usually, the boy would endure 
prolonged rape and torture by having his buttocks stabbed and sharpened objects inserted into his anus. Uh, his testicles were often severed and oh placed into his gosh. mouth. Uh Bodies of the children were all found completely naked and bore bite marks and signs of anal penetration. Bottles of lubricant were often found near the bodies, along with empty liquor bottles. Most corpses showed signs of prolonged torture. Ew. So he would have them for long periods of time. Yeah, not great. Uh, was he also a <clears throat> necrophiliac? I do not know. That was not confirmed or denied. So, we are not certain. Excuse me. And all these bodies were just, like, found? They were finding them in large mass graves. So, he was frequently going to the same spots to dump these bodies, essentially. Um, Large number of missing children uh, called a large number of... uh, This large number of missing children called for a widespread investigation uh, as these killings were not confined to a specific area. In February of 1998, outside of the town of Hinova, Colombia, uh, the bodies of two naked children were found lying next to each other on a hill. The next day, only a few meters away, another child's naked body was found. So literally, he dumped a body that night after they had just found a body. Two bodies. Or at some point. Or they didn't discover the body. But I think that he had dumped it like that night. Um, all three bodies had their hands bound and bore signs of sexual abuse. The victims' necks were severely cut and bruises were on their backs, genitals, legs, and buttocks. Uh, the murder weapon was found in the same area as the bodies, but it just so happens that a note was also found at the crime scene with an address written on it. This information led to Garavito's girlfriend. Uh, she was contacted but told police that she had not seen Garavito in months. Um, she did, however, give the police a bag that he had left in her possession, which contained a number of Garavito's belongings. These items included pictures of young boys, detailed journals of his murders, tally marks of his victims, and bills. Uh, the new information led to Garavito's residence, but the property was vacant. Detectives believe that Garavito was either traveling for work or away attempting to find his next victim. Uh, He was picked up by local police just a few days later on an unrelated charge. So not even because of any of this. They had no idea who they just picked up. Uh, Due to an attempted rape against an adolescent boy. So what had happened was uh, a homeless man was close enough to see Garavito and this young child struggling. uh, And he felt it necessary to rescue the adolescent. Um, Garavito was arrested and then unbeknownst to police, the police had just put the person, the most wanted killer in Colombia in their custody. Uh, Garavito was arrested on April 22nd of 1999 uh, on several char- separate charges of attempted rape. Garavito was then questioned about the local killings and his attempted rape charges. Police speculated that Garavito had planned on killing the young boy if the bystander had not intervened. Uh, after a short interrogation, detectives suspected Garavito of being La Bestia. Uh, which was, beast. Yeah, which was the name that he was given. Um, the serial killer was given. Although Garavito had insisted his innocence. The detailed description of his killings brought Garavito to tears. So when he, he started crying when they were reading from his journal, essentially. You did it. Yeah, 
that's what you did and you wrote it. Yeah. And you were passionate about it. You obviously enjoyed the, the fact of doing it. Because uh, you wrote it down. You wanted to relive those moments. So you're reliving now, reliving reliving them now in police custody. And now you're going to start crying. All right, sis. Um, not this. Uh, not, not, not this. this. Uh, so for Columbia's Justice Department, Garavito's confession was not enough. What? A confession is apparently not enough in mm. Columbia. <coughs> we want to watch you do it. I guess he needed evidence to back up his confession, essentially. Uh, so Garavito had... There was not evidence in, on the bodies? We're getting there. <coughs> Garavito had an eye condition that was rare and only found in men in a particular age group. His glasses were spe specifically designed for his unique condition. These gla particular glasses were found at the site of one of the mass graves. Garavito had also left behind empty liquor bottles, his underwear, and occasionally his shoes. DNA was found on the victims, along with other items left behind. Police scheduled the entire jail where Garavito was being detained to get an eye exam. The outcome of his, of, this, of his eye exam would help police pair the glasses to Garavito. By making it mandatory for all the prisoners, it was reduced, it reduced Garavito's suspicion uh, and kept him from lying about his eyesight. While Garavito was out of his cell, detectives went in, took DNA samples from his pillow and his living area, and found that the DNA on the victims was an exact match to the DNA found in Garavito's cell. Garavito confessed at this point to murdering 140 children. The, uh, I'm sorry, and was charged with killing 172 altogether throughout Colombia. 172 children. So the 172 that he was charged with, he confessed to 140. He confessed to murdering 140, but he was charged with 172. How the fuck are you going to murder over 100 people? How the fuck are you going to murder, murder one, one person? person. Yeah. Uh, he was found guilty on 138 of the 172 accounts, while the others are still ongoing. Uh, Garavito was sentenced to 1,853 years and nine days in prison. The lengthiest sentence in Colombian history. However, you ready to get mad? You ready to get mad? Is it a technicality? Colombia law limits imprisonment to 40 years. And because Garavito helped police to find the victims' body, his sentence was further reduced to 22 years. Was this person free? 22 years that he was in Colombian prison. He's dead. No. Um, Garavito is currently serving his sentence in a maximum security prison in, uh, practices, Valle, Valle du Par, uh, in the department of El Cesar in Colombia. It is held separately from all other, I'm sorry, he is held separately, separately from all other prisoners because it is feared that he would be killed immediately. Yeah. Uh, he is scheduled to become eligible for parole in 2023. Uh, Columbia law, however, says that those who have committed crimes against children are not eligible to receive any benefits with or from justice and are required to spend at least 60 years of their sentence in prison. In Garavito's case, this would mean that the na national maximum 40-year imprisonment limit and especially the reduction to 22 years for helping police find the victims' bodies, both considered justice benefits, may not be applicable. So that's still up for interpretation. So basically, the law that says 
uh, don't murder children or anything dealing with children may exclude him from these justice benefits that he received. So he may be in jail for 60 years, which should be what life kind of in prison for him. Uh, fucking shit do you have here, Columbia? So <laughs> many Columbia's cr- Colombians criticized the possibility of Garavito's early release. Uh, in recent years, literally like... You don't even say early, just release. Release, exactly. Um, well, it would have been early because he only his forty year sentence, forty year maximum. Like, Don't let him out. Ever. Yeah, exactly. So in recent years, Colombians have uh, been increasing have increasingly felt that Garavito's sentence was not sufficient for the punishments of his crimes. Uh, some have argued that he deserves either life in prison or the death penalty, neither of which exist in Colombia. Colombian law has no provision or method to impose a sentence longer than what Garavito received. Uh, which is seen as a deficiency in the law caused by the failure to address the possibility of a serial killer in Colombian society. The law has since increased the maximum penalty for such crimes to 60 years in prison, but that doesn't affect anything prior. Exactly. So there's a lot of shit going on recently. Uh, One thing that I didn't write down, but I feel like I should mention now, there was a famous uh, TV host slash journalist that uh, interviewed Garavito uh, for a show in 2006, and that uh, he mentioned that during the interview, Garavito tried to minimize all his actions by also expressing to start a political career when he got out for uh, in courting. Uh, I'm sorry, in order to help abuse children. So he basically like tried to create this whole like, oh well, I was abused as a kid too, and this is why I did my actions, and like no, no. you know, it was all this other stuff. He's like, I would like to get out and help people, and blah blah. blah. And I was like, no, no, no. I don't give a fuck. No, you don't get to do that. You don't get to kill 140 to 172 boys and or be more. Like, it's because I was abused. I was abused, so I'd like so to go ahead and do these things. 140 people. Exactly. Exactly. What a rational Tortured, decision. raped, decapitated, held them for God knows how long. Like, yeah, I have no clue. I could not even. Um, uh, apparently, during this interview, they talked about his conditions in prison. Apparently, they were good conditions so i guess this is still in the time in Colombia, like as they're rebuilding after the civil wars to be like oh well he's you know doing good in prison so uh and then commented that due to good behavior he could probably be up for early release within the next three years in 2006 that wasn't true um he's still up for parole in 2023 uh but that in 2023 which is in two years i'm sure this will come up and be like hi can we talk about those um exemptions to the justice benefits because he got justice benefits uh and we don't want him out doing anything so let's address that now so that you can keep him in jail for 40 years because he's what 57 now no 50 64 sorry i can't do math uh he's 64 now so if you add 20 more years to his life he'll be in his late 80s i'm sorry 20 more years to his, his sentence he'll be 84 um no he'll be 82 by the time that he is has served his 40 year time in jail or you retry him now because there are still those those things going on i don't know if we've reached a point of i don't know with colombian law if you've reached the point of um statute of limitations statute of limitations to not be able to like try him anymore for these things but it's like find another way to add 40 more years like 
create a life in prison for him, even though there's not life in prison, if that makes any sense. Well, he they said that there was 172. <clears throat> mm-hmm. so. so there's still, uh, what, 30, I can't do math, 34 ongoing investigations? Just keep adding them on. Yeah. Different trials. Just keep going. Well, the problem was is that you put 140 people into one trial. Yeah. That's uh, <clears throat> a lot. That's crazy, right? Uh, so, like I said, serial killers are not confined to just the United States. That's true. <laughs> As we, we've mentioned, there are some crazy serial killers out there that have been doing all sorts of crazy stuff. It's not just Western culture either. It's not, you know, um, Canada, People be UK, crazy. Australia. Like, it's not just us. And there was even that one case that I talked about in South Africa. So, like, there, mm. there's a lot of things that are out Oscar there. Oscar Pistorius. Also him. Um, so, it's not just... The United States that is affected. That's why I do like talking about the whenever we do have our international history, international history, international serial killer like months that we do because I like to discuss like yeah, there's crazy shit out there. That's also why I like doing the cryptids last week because we talked about cryptids from three different countries. Uh, so it's like also the uh, United States is not crazy in seeing giant mothmen flying across the sky. Uh, there's also other crazy shit in other places. <laughs> so I need to. Uh, there's this. I think it's. Cambodia. There's this mummy that the, was the what's it called? The Kwikwi? No. The Kukui. No. no. That's not Cambodia. That's Philippines. Like, that's in Philippines. That's I think that's all uh countries of Spanish descendancy. Oh. Um I have only heard of it from the Philippines. Thomas talks about the Kukui all the time. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Uh there I think it's just a tree frog and people are like it's growing closer. It's like, no, this is a fucking tree frog. They're everywhere. The kukui is like the boogeyman. I know, but it makes a sound that sounds like a tree frog. Kukui. Yeah. Anyways, uh, no, it's a man who killed a bunch of children, and his body got mummified somehow. Ooh. And it's on display, and people won't even look at him, because they're afraid of him. Well, good. Yeah. He doesn't deserve people looking at him. God, I can't lift my arm. Is that the... I'm dying. It's it's the, the Moderna. It's got me. You see this black on my arm? COVID. <laughs> it's kidding. Skin COVID. Just skin COVID. Just, it's multiplying rapidly. Yeah, ah! I've seen... Yeah, look at it. You can see the shot mark. Oh, wow. I didn't even feel the shot. Why go. is it so high? Are they usually that high? Like, way up here? Well, it's a, uh, I am shot, an intramuscular shot. So, it goes for something in the muscle. One time, oh boy, I had to get a B twelve shot. It's in the butt. I got a. I was not happy. Penicillin shot in my ass. Yeah, that was because that was because syphilis. You don't want to sit down. Ooh, well, Ooh. I believe that for me. Um, I wasn't lying. You don't want to sit down. You don't. It hurt like a motherfucker. Uh, was yours in a oil uh, oil immersion or a water I have immersion? No idea. I got it B twelve. It was B12. It's a vitamin. You don't even need it for anything. Yeah. Was it like, did they have to wait five seconds while they were pushing it in? They pushed it in very slowly. They were like, it's thick. Then it was probably an oil immersion because those fucking suck. And it stays in your butt because you have to like massage it out essentially to get it into your muscles. Oil immersion vaccines or shots suck. (laughs) And that's what the the, uh, penicillin one was. It's an oil immersion, which means that it's like... It take it. You can't just squirt it into your muscle and go. Uh, you have to wait for all of the oil to 
be pressed out so it takes like five to ten seconds and it's like god this sucks it was not the shot shot part that hurt that much it was like the after effects of oh like mine were both sitting down and it was just like absolutely oh. not because i had a long ass needle that went into my buttocks and it was just like Ooh. but how do they have such a long ass needle if you have a pancake ass because i feel like it would go all the way through not this sis. and not the other side i have a nice juicy <laughs> it's like a gusher <laughs> you take one bite and no just squirts in your mouth no why does my ass squirt no we're done we're not going there we're not doing that you know what mm. i didn't think about it until now i can get gushers again and not feel bad about oh. it gushers are fantastic you want kids uh, kids snacks Come on over here. Yeah, cause pop on over. Apparently, we've already talked about the address. So. <laughs> I guess so. That's, uh, That's uh, a six. Uh, <laughs> eight nine nine. Willow one eight hundred. No, that's a phone number. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Two eight one. No, no. <laughs> nope. Two one zero. Yeah. No. Wait, oh no, no. <laughs> wait, I'll give you the number to the spam callers that keep calling me from different two one zero numbers. I'm like, at this point, I'm gonna block. All of San Antonio. <laughs> my number is 811. Uh-huh. You call. Say, hey, I need you to come mark my lines because I'm about to dig. And then I'm like, okay. And then I come over to your house and I mark your gas lines. Was I supposed to call someone when Were I was digging dig- in my garden? Yeah. What if I broke my gas line? I don't think that you're digging deep enough. How deep are you digging? Uh, it was about... Are you creating a bomb shelter? It's about this, this deep. I might be. Underneath the pool. probably should have called 811. Underneath the pool. Oh. It's smart, right? Hey, and then cover the pool, drain the water into the, the shelter. Water. I actually can keep that pool full of water. I would cover it, though, because of the radioactive fallout. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I probably Preferably need... with, like, lead. Lead. Yeah. Lead, yeah, yeah. Yeah, lead. But then it gets in the water, and then you just get a little bit, like, Whoa, a little crazy. Yeah. But as long as I've got iodine, like... I'm good. Salt with iodine. I need to stock up on Morton salt like crazy. <laughs> you may not have uh, uh, radiation sickness, but you sure do have high blood pressure. I, but I have high blood pressure all the time. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty But certain... I feel like if you're underground and there's nobody around, uh-huh. you'll probably be less angry. As yeah. long as you don't have the internet. If the internet's still. Okay. Well, I'd like to get on Twitter and see digs. Oh. And if they are, they are not attached. To Did I tell? I feel like I've told you about my dream that I had about. I feel like we talked about this at some point in this podcast. The nuclear holocaust. No, yeah. Well, I had a dream that a nuclear bomb went over, went off over Houston. And it was back when I lived at my place in in the Heights, and I climbed in the fridge and also put Bailey in the fridge with me somehow, in matter of seconds. Because if a bomb went over, went off over Houston, you have three seconds to do anything. Um, and somehow I was able to get Bailey into the fridge with me and the fridge is not going to protect me, but I thought it would. Uh, and I sat there for hours and then it was like one of the, did you ever read the book Hiroshima? No, but we read a last Babylon, which is similar. Okay. Well, Hiroshima, they talk, the, the point when they, it, I read that in seventh grade and I still remember it, that there was one point that someone survived by like being in a swimming pool or something like that. And like got out and just saw the destruction, blah, blah, blah. And they were just like walking along and they just saw like people melting in the streets and blah 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 and that's basically what i saw as i was just like yep me and bailey are just walking back to shirts 
that was apparently what my dream wanted me to do. And then I woke up at some point way out in the middle of probably Columbus. You walked all that far? I was wa- I was walking to shirts, yes. And then you woke up in Columbus. Well, I didn't. My body was not in Columbus. No, you walked there. I was sleepwalking. I slept walked all the way to How Columbus. How did you get there that fast? I, I was amazed. I was, I was, I was full on sprinting and my sleeping body Holding was like, the dog. you can. <laughs> Bailey's like, please stop. <laughs> yeah uh precisely um i'll never go back to columbus anymore (laughs) hey i wouldn't go back there they were not nice to me when i woke up and i was like what the fuck did you do to me they were like sir you're in a church and you've written with your shit all over the walls i've literally just like wrote wrote uh the pentagram across like the 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 walls in my blood and for the past 20 minutes your eyes have been rolled back in your head and you've been going yeah that makes sense Um, you want to talk about my topic? Yeah, sure. Was Yay! that not the, your topic? I thought we were done. Yeah, no, it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's been our... Shh. Ken. That's been our podcast. Just bring, just bring it down. Just bring it down. I'd like to thank our sponsors. No. Um, so, <clears throat> I would like to talk about the disappearance of Brianna Maitland. Oh, my God. We talked about her already. No, we haven't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> What if you were like? I fucking know, you dumb. <laughs> no, you don't know. Remember that time that you researched the Sauter family <laughs> the week after you researched the Sauter family? I brought that joke up. It's my joke to tell. That's not, not yours. your joke. You cannot reclaim that joke. I am. I already have <laughs> because I've already used that. I've already beat that dead horse into oblivion. Uh, wait, can before you go, can we pause? I have to pee. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I drink a lot of water. You're a pussy. <laughs> it's not white. Clear. The absence of color is not white. Actually, it is. <laughs> no. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. All colors are white. The absence of color is black. No. Because white when white light, when you put it through a prism, is a rainbow. Oh, yeah. It's a reflection. Or refract. Reflect. No. Reflection of all light is white. Absorption of all light is black. So mm-hmm. you're right. No color is black. Mm-hmm. Yes. Correct. Correct. Look, you teaching me science. Oh, I'm so proud. Oh. I did color theory. Okay. Did you? Was it a class? No, but I was in makeup and I told people that I did. Oh. Look, but I'm people would be theory. like, how did you know that uh, you needed to go darker? You know? Color, color theory. theory. Color theory. If you mix blue and purple together, it makes indigo. And they're like, are you a magician? Is it nigger between blue and purple? I thought it was between blue and green. No. Roy G. Bid. Yeah. You're right. You got you. You got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see that there was the first invention of a new blue color uh, in over, what was it, 200 years or something like that? That there was a new blue that was created? 400 years or something crazy? I, I didn't actually take color theory. I, I, I know thought I made didn't, that clear. But uh, I just thought I was. I found it interesting. <gasps> so, you know what I think it's a funny word. Infarction. Infarction. You like mean an infraction? No, because you could have an art infarction. What is an infarction? Which is different somehow. Oh, like an infraction is like 
like you're being fined or or, or uh, scolded, like oh you got me, gal. An infarction is an obstruction of the blood supply to an organ or region of tissue. Oh, an infarction. I think it's funny because it should be infraction. It messes me up. Yeah. Yeah. Infarct and the actually a and the R just do this. Whoop. Whoop. They do a dosido. Do yeah. Ooh. Round and round. They Grab your like... partner and slap him now. Is that not Thomas? We... Come here. How did you do? <laughs> How did you do the the square dance when you were a child? No. Just lots of dosy dos. Did you? You didn't slap anyone. Too, not not too late to start. Come yeah. here. No. <laughs> Bitch. I love it. Do you okay. remember that girl? Who would be like, no. Why do we keep doing that? I'm trying to make it go dupe, but it keeps going dupe. And you're dupe. And we just keep doing that. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, she was. Uh, oh, Nicole TV. Wasn't that TikTok that she did that on and she was famous on that? The YouTube. Oh. Anyways, um, so Brianna Maitland. Wait. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Before so Brianna. Nicole TV. Yeah. To, to I that. keep going dupe, but I wanted to go whoop. I want to go whoop. Yeah. Just whoop, whoop. Mm. Poison. I haven't done that in a while. Poison. You you don't even know what that's from. Oh my gosh. What? If I gave you a lemon flavored or I guess you'd have to have mango. They don't have that flavor. Gummy bear. And then you tasted this. Chef's oh, is it? It's that, very that, good. That sugar plus the no sugar from the white claw. Yeah, it's kind of like the the flavor is amplified. The white claw. The flavor. Add some of the white claw. Um, I've been teaching children that sweetened, uh, sparkling water. Is soda. It's is pop. <laughs> it's soda. Oh well, you call it pop. Uh, we had this debate in my discussion group today, uh, because I've been doing like little questions of the day in uh. Uh, my um. Does this help when work? I do this? Does it yes. Make a, do I look inquisitive? We're we're talking uh, here. We'll go into the NPR mode. We're talking about. Uh, Hi, I'm Terry Gross, and I am Sheila. Uh, shoots a lot. Um, no. No, uh, you're Terry Gross. <laughs> I'll be. <laughs> Why can't I be Sheila? Shoots a lot. Because I don't think she's on NPR. Oh. Have you ever seen NPR? No. No, but that's I was I like making up a guy. random name. Anyway, so uh, in my discussion group today, Leslie I... Stahl. I'm stalling. You hear that? Mm-hmm. Because you're Leslie Stahl. Keep going. Anyways, um, so this is Leslie Stahl. Um, so we were. I create a question of the day um, every day, just to get, like people talking some more. Um, and, and they're all like, Chris, shut the fuck up. Today's question was Thirsty Thursday. Uh, what non-alcoholic beverage do you like to drink? And so then I was like, let's start the debate. Sweet tea or unsweet tea? And everybody was like, we don't drink Some people tea. drink tea. Uh, but then a lot, apparently a lot of people who drink hot tea have to put a lot of honey in their drinks. Which is me. Honey. Is me too when I drink hot tea. But when you're drinking sweet tea, you put lots of sugars. Got the sugar foots, okay? Because it can melt the sugar. Yeah. Not the hot tea, the cold tea, the sweet tea, the ice sweet tea, the unsweet and the sweet oh. tea. That that's a debate, honey. 
here in the South, we have that debate, okay? I never have that debate because I don't want a hot beverage. Well, we have kind. some people from Georgia and from uh, North Raleigh, Carolina. Raleigh, North Carolina. So some people take their sweet tea and unsweet tea very seriously, okay? And they say, oh, sugar. Yeah. Oh, sugar, no. No, see, North Carolina would be, oh, sugar. In Texas, they would say, oh, oh sugar. Oh, sugar. Texans love ours. Yes. Oh, sugar. Oh, sugar. No. Uh, yeah. Um, but then I was also like, okay, but also where you're from, do you say soda? Do you say Coke? Or do you say pop? What's going on here? And nobody said Coke. Uh, nobody said Coke. Uh, but also nobody answered that question. <laughs> so uh, here we are. Like, Chris, Shut up. Because the main question was like, what do you like to drink, like, as your drink of choice? And everybody was like, vodka soda. Yeah. No, I said non-alcoholic. That was the speculation. Because I had asked a question previously. I would have still answered vodka soda. I had asked a question previously about wine on Wednesday. And I was like, how do you unwind after uh, a day? And, uh, and you were like, uh, four bottles of wine. Yes. Uh, I was like, oh, I drink lots of wine. I love wine. And a lot of people were like, I don't drink alcohol. And I was like... I'm 17. <laughs> no. Um, but I was like, ooh, uh, okay. So we're not going to ask alcoholic questions anymore because I'm the only alcoholic. So <laughs> here we are. Some people didn't answer their wines. And I was like, because I was like, tell me what your favorite wine is. I'd like to know. And like no one could answer the question because they were all like, I don't drink wine, but I I like <laughs> Somebody this. was like, I really enjoy Barefoot Moscato. Yeah. I was like, uh... Okay, well, not asking that question again. Who's your favorite Pokemon? <laughs> the, yeah, there was only one girl who answered, and like she was in a she's in a different like little group chat with me. Uh, hey, Lucy, um, and she was like, uh, "It's Lukey." Uh, yeah, Lukey. Um, I really like wine, and I was like, "Okay." And so <laughs> we were talking today, and she's like, "Chris, you should come up to North Carolina because she lives in, I guess, Raleigh." Um, <gasps> Is that giving too much information? Yeah. Lucy from Raleigh. <laughs> she's being murdered she's, right now. She's gone. Uh, there's too many Lucys in Raleigh. Uh, she was like, uh, yeah, we should, like, if you ever come visit, we'll drink wine. And I'm like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> How crazy. <laughs> and then when you go, it's just going to be Boone's Farm <laughs> out of a, a two liter Coke can. Hey, I'm getting vaccinated soon. <laughs> so I'm okay with that. <laughs> she takes the Boone's Farm, puts it in a two liter. <laughs> uh, I've actually heard, hear me out on this, that some red wines mixed with Coca-Cola are not terrible. And I'm not going to do that. I want to try it. I'm not even going to drink red wine, let alone mix it with Coke. Well, you're not a red wine drinker. So I'm interested in both those things combined. How about I mix my white wine with gin? <laughs> No, I've done that before. It's not great. I like champagne and gin. Oh, I do like that. With lemon? Yeah, lemon. That's a French 75. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, we yeah, have to yeah. add a lot of syrup to it. Not a lot. You just, like, add a little. Just, like, a small amount of syrup. I just want one sugar. One sugars. Anyways, we, do, yeah, we got we're talking about far Mar- away from your mm-hmm. topic because mm-hmm. you haven't even started. <laughs> Anyways, so Brianna Maitland was born in Burlington, Vermont uh, in October of 1986. Is that where the coat factory started? Burlington Coat Factory? Yes. Oh. Wow. Holy shit. Everything and that has a lot together. to do with this story. Does it? It does. Oh. Anyways, she moved uh, <laughs> to Bruce and Kelly Maitland. She is the youngest of two children. Uh, she grew up on a farm in East Franklin, Vermont, very close to the Canadian border. Oh, my God. Um, she Wait. Was... 
Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Vermont. I was like, where? What? Who? Hit? What? Who's a what's it? Where does it? I. Mm, you kids these days. They, I just making up geography at this point. Um, she was generally well liked and well rounded. Uh, I love whenever it's shit like that. It's like, oh, they're so liked. I'm like, mom. I love when people are no. well liked and well rounded. Yes, my that's what they favorite. said about uh, my serial killer. It's like, uh, where were you? Were you? <laughs> but he just had a temper. Uh, okay. But he was bad. He was bad to, to the, the bone. bone. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you, me, and Savannah all do this all the time. Uh, we'll just say random stuff at the same time, and I'm like, and I don't want to anymore. Get so st- out of my head. We're done. We're two similar sense of humor, okay? Well, because I'm so funny and you've decided to adopt my humor. Oh, I thought that we talked at the beginning of this podcast and cheers to the fact that I'm funnier than you. Uh, I don't remember any of that. Uh, I think you did. I heard the clink and we well, can go. Well, you really have the bad memory. You saw that we can We were, uh, me and a child. Uh, <laughs> a, a child no no where i was showing them pokemon today and they uh, were like we love jigglypuff and i was like oh do you let me sing her song Jigglypuff. and they were like wow you did i sing it better than you and i was like the point of singing the jigglypuff song is you have to be as high as possible yeah. and at the end of it i was like jigglypuff. <laughs> so then they were just screaming yeah yeah that but sounds... they didn't get any higher just louder well, hey, <laughs> hey, children, kids these days, <laughs> uh, kids these days. Wow, um, she was very well rounded and described as very spontaneous and happy, trusting of others as well. I'm just so random, me too. <laughs> um, she's an avid reader and was very skilled in jujitsu. Ooh, uh, I know, beat a bitch up. Oh, you'll see. Ooh. Uh, October of 2003, her 17th birthday, Brianna decided that she wanted to leave the family farm and go live in the city in order to be closer to her friends, who lived over 15 miles away and attended different high schools. Mm. Wanting to be more independent, she chose to enroll in their high school and lived by couch surfing. Um, In high school? In high school. All right, sis. Uh, Her parents were not pleased with the situation, but they decided to let it go ahead. Um, by February of 2000... I don't think that I'd be pleased by that situation either. No. I don't think anyone would. Um, no. But hey, there's people out there. There are. Um, February of 2004, Brian had dropped out of high school and pursued a GED. So, even worse. Yeah. Um, well, okay. That's not always true, but can be true. <laughs> I mean, she's made it to her senior year, at least. Yeah. And, like, getting your GED is, like, not a terrible thing to do because getting your education is important. important. So if you're actually actively pursuing it and not going through traditional education styles, that's fine. Good for you. But as long as you were getting your education, that's important. So mm-hmm. I'm all right with that. Um, at the time, she secured stable living arrangements with her childhood friend, Jillian Stout. Jillian. Jillian. What are uh, we drinking? Gin or vodka? It was gin, now it's vodka. Okay. I'm just counting my calories, you know? Just, like, popping it up. Just, like... The first one was gin. Then we ran out. Okay, so one gin and two uh, vodkas. Actually, uh, I'm not drinking. Oh, you're not drinking. Drinking is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, February of 2004, Brianna had dropped out of high school. Wait, nope. 
uh, in Sheldon, Wait, Vermont, nope. uh, approximately 20 miles from west of Montgomery. Um, th- three weeks before her disappearance, surprise, she disappeared. Um, <laughs> All right. She was attacked by a female acquaintance at a party. While the reason for the assault is unclear, there are theories of jealousy because of male attention. Oh, according to witnesses, you know those females and the male attention. Hey, they really just I do need anything it. for male attention. Honestly, my mailman doesn't give her ever give me attention. I know. I've been waiting for a letter for like four weeks. He's no one knows I live at this me. address, and I'm at peace with that. Actually, I never gave a forwarding address to my last place, and I didn't give it to this to the place before this most recent one, and I haven't given it to this one either. So it's I'm like, like the 1880s, and you've moved to a different moved, city, and, and you're I'm, a new person. I'm a new person. i completely different, except some spam callers keep calling me five times a day. <laughs> except somebody calls you and says, hey, your auto warranty's worn your, out. Your warranty is... Uh, honestly, I highly considered changing my number whenever I got my new phone and switch over to uh, Verizon... Or Verizon. From Verizon to T-Mobile, and I'm like... Is it possible to go back to them and be like, hey, you remember that number that you generated for me? Can we go to that instead? But it was somebody's number before, and they're going to call you about dick pills. Oh. I'm listening. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. These are more useful. What kind of dick pills are we talking? You grow an inch every seven days. My God. By that point, I'd have... Two inches? uh, (laughs) Well, it just depends on how far because it's is it Two inverted inches. right now? It's uh, it's actually like a like a uh, it, you know those belly buttons. It's an innie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you, wait. Hold on. Well, hold on. Does your your penis not come out of your belly button? Honey. Honey, you don't know yeah, what's does. this thing down here. What's going on? What's this thing? I never learned about the birds and the bees. Actually, let's talk about that. What the fuck is a birds and the bees? How the fuck you tell me that? Because the birds have. First of all, you a never cloaca. see bees fucking each other. I have seen birds fucking each other, and that's uh, that has left me scarred. I, the first time I saw birds fucking each other was that a I, grackle? I, a grackle. It was a. It was doves. Uh, I was nineteen, <laughs> and, God, <laughs> and I've never seen and, anything like it on God's green earth. I was distraught. <laughs> Because <laughs> it was like seven o'clock in the morning, I had was walking with my coffee, standing in the bus line, and I was just like, I "Picture like this, like, what the fuck is this?" Oh. The, this female bird was sitting in a oh. nest, and this bird just like this other bird just comes up and just like flutters on it, and then just flies away, and then comes back and flutters on it some more, and then flies away, and then flutters on it some more. I'm like, "Is it that quick?" <laughs> I. I don't know anything about bird sex, but bird, <laughs> bird sex. sex. But uh, up in A and M, I was learning about it. Okay, I was like, "Hey, y'all, those birds are crazy. Those birds are crazy." And I'm just sitting there like, "Oh, oof. do you want that? Do you need some help? <laughs> do you need me to throw you, some rocks or you, something? <laughs> are you consenting to this? Like, what are we doing here? Oh." God. Oh my goodness. Well, maybe she's going to have some baby birds. I think she did have some baby birds. Eggs. Eggs. They're called eggs. Eggs, eggs, eggs. The reptiles have eggs. All I want is eggs. All I want is eggs. Thank you, Ginger. I have a lot to go through here. Oh, sorry. Um, so, <laughs> Moving so this girl beat the shit out of her. Uh, <laughs> according to witnesses, she didn't defend herself either. And bitch knows jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Something that I was thinking about here, we'll get to. 
Um, she ended up in the hospital with two black eyes, facial cuts, concussion, broken nose. Uh, she filed a complaint with the police that yielded no results and was dropped after three weeks. Wait, who? Brianna? Yeah. Oh. Wait, uh, she had black eyes? Yeah. So she knew jujitsu, and she didn't defend herself. And got beat the fuck up. All right, sis. We'll get there. Okay. Honey. Um, so. Mitch, actually, sometimes I think about going and, like, learning karate. Uh, but Sometimes I think about punching you right in the nose. Do it. Um, I, I welcome it. Uh, but I'm like, bitch, I'd love to learn karate. Uh, it's pronounced karate. Karate. Thanks, SpongeBob. Uh, yeah! yeah! Uh, but I was like, okay, I think I'm a little too late to learn karate, because I feel like if I signed up to be, like, you know, basic level... They'd be like, you're a little bumpy. <laughs> well, I would be in a class full of a bunch of six and seven-year-olds. How the yeah. fuck am I going to fight against... Them. <laughs> okay, punch this nine-year-old in the face. This nine-year-old's like a blue belt or, you know, brown belt, and he just like beats the fuck out of me. I feel like it's just like an arm over the back of the shoulder flips you over. Well, karate is a whole thing of like using your opponent's like weight against them, so I feel like a nine-year-old could probably beat the shit out of me. I and think all I, nine-year-olds could beat the shit out of me. I'm gay, so yes. I feel like they'd be like, ha ha, you like Oddish. Yeah. And you'd be like, no, I don't. But I do. I love. I love Oddish, and I want to turn the vial plume so bad. What about that period as gloom though? Poor Isn't gloom. that a good time? Yeah, but I drool sometimes too. So I feel that all the time. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I had to check. <laughs> I'm not drooling right now. No, I don't. Nope. No. I usually don't. <laughs> Not all the time. Just 60% of the time. LOL. Stupid. Um, so, uh, yes. After her disappearance, the investigators questioned the woman who attacked her and cleared her of the involvement. The in one the disappearance. who beat the fuck out of her. Mm -hmm. um, oh. March 19th, 2004, Brianna took and passed her GED. She then planned to attend college uh, part-time. Uh, as a celebration, she went to lunch with her mother and spent the afternoon shopping. Oh, Kelly, Kelly, her mother, stated that Brianna appeared to be in good mood and spent the majority of their time together talking about her plans for college. After their lunch, the two went to a store, and while they checked out, Kelly noticed that Brianna became very distracted and went outside for a moment. Wait, what year is this? 2004. Okay, so it's not like she got a text message. No. Well, maybe. She maybe, but not like, I don't know. I think that 2004, I was in 7th grade. 8th grade, 7th and 8th grade. I was in 4th grade in 2001, 5th grade, 6th grade. So, yeah, 7th grade. I was in 7th grade. So you would have been in 8th grade. Because um, you're a year older than me. Well, you're ugly, so. <gasps> yeah, um, I know. Anyway. All right. Uh, so, I mean, it's likely. Fairly likely. Uh, yeah. Where the fuck was I? Uh, her mom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Distracted by um, so she went outside, uh, and then when Kelly left the store after paying for the stuff, meeting her in the parking lot, she seemed visibly shaken. And Kelly asked no questions. Hi, my daughter's acting very strange. She left while we were in line and checkout, and she was acting really shaken up after I met her in the parking lot. And she but I have left. nothing to say. Nothing. Okay, Mom. You're doing great. Mm -hmm. 
Kelly took Brianna home between 3.30 and 4 p.m. so she could get ready for her shift as a dishwasher at the Black Lantern Inn in Montgomery. Before Brianna left for work, she left a note for her roommate saying that she'd be home later that evening. However, she did not know that her roommate wouldn't be out of town that weekend. According to co-workers, the shift was uneventful and Brenda, Brianna, Brenda, 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 Brenda song. <laughs> oh, Brenda song. I love her. <laughs> uh, Brianna did not take any phone calls or have anyone visit her. They closed for the evening and Brianna's co-workers asked if she wanted to go to dinner with them. Oh, shit. Did you delete everything again? No. Oh. Uh, I just put my cursor way down to the bottom and then I'm like, scroll down. And it's like, no. You're on page four now. Um. <laughs> Uh, she said no because she had to work in the morning at her second job at KJ's Diner in St. Albans, Vermont, as a waitress. Um, 11.20 p.m., March 19th, 2004, Brianna left the Black Lantern Inn with her co-workers, recalling her getting into her car and leaving the parking lot, and she was never seen again. Oh. Uh, being, being that she lived with her roommate and that her roommate was gone over the weekend, alarms were not raised. Jillian came home on Monday, the three days after, when she did not find Brianna in the residence. She assumed that she'd simply moved back home with her parents and brother in East Franklin. And didn't ever t- tell her that she was just moving out? Mm. <laughs> okay. I mean, she, I don't think she was paying... I have no idea. I don't think she was paying rent, though. Oh. Uh, March 20th... Oh, because she was couch surfing, still. Yeah. It's kind of. This was a permanent leaving arrangement, sort of. Okay. Uh, March 20th, 2004, a state trooper was dispatched to an abandoned barn in Richford, Vermont, known as, quote, the Old Dutchburn House. The house is about a mile west of Montgomery, just off East Berkshire Road in Vermont Route 118, across from Dutchburn Farm Road. When he arrived, he found a pale green four-door 1985 Oldsmobile Delta sedan backed up into the barn, causing minor damage to the rear bumper. The vehicle had made a hole in the barn wall, causing a piece of plywood that had been covering a hole, covering one of the windows to land on its trunk. Um, there were no indications that the car had come off of the road in an uncontrolled way. There's just someone backing up. Into a barn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wildly. What? Exactly. Uh, a closer examination would show that the rear wheels had been raised, causing the car to become disabled. So... The car had no way to go forward because the wheels were off the ground. So, someone fall out and picked this car up? So, or did it hit the, the the barn so hard that it like lifted itself up and you couldn't go forward? Again? I'll show you a picture. Okay. But it's not that far off the ground. But So the hill slopes towards the barn. Uh-huh. And then the car is backed into the barn at like such just a level that the wheels could spin. So it probably was being backed up really quickly and hit the barn that basically and lifted it. just like bumped it up. Bumped. Yeah. yeah. Um, here, let me get the picture really quick because it's mm. an eerie looking picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like the, the, whatever was happening that this car is just backing up fervently into the barn and hits the barn. And at that point, it's now stuck on barn structure and not able to escape from barn structure if that makes sense like that yeah isn't that an eerie picture it is an eerie picture look at this beautiful mountain in the background now there's also this old dilapidated barn and this old ass car (laughs) so yeah well let me tell you about saint john honey Mm -hmm. uh so uh (laughs) let me honey 
Honey, honey. Honey. Uh, uh, the car itself was unlocked. Despite the keys being missing, inside were two uncashed paychecks totaling $150. Oh, wow. I love a good two paychecks totaling $150. Uncashed. Well, it's also 2004, so 150 bucks is like... That's some good cash money. iPod. I think you could have bought an iPod Touch at that point. No. No, this no, is no. an iPod Nano. Yeah, Nanos. Mm-hmm. Shuffles. Oh, Remember shuffle. those? Remember yeah, the shuffles? Yeah, yeah. Um, and a variety of other personal effects. Also, uh, loose change, water bottle, and an unsmoked cigarette. Ooh. Assuming the Oldsmobile had simply been abandoned by a suspected drunk driver, the trooper arranged for it to be towed to a local garage. A check of the vehicle. Who reported this car just stuck in a garage? The trooper just found it. Okay. <laughs> Um, a check of the vehicle's registration showed that it belonged to, to Kelly Maitland, but the state trooper did not notify her uh, of it being impounded as the paychecks indicated that Brianna had been the pre- primary driver. Hoping to inform her that it had been found, they went to Black Lantern Inn, but it was closed. Uh, later, the investigators would come to believe that the accident involving the car ha- and the, quote, old Dutchburn house had been staged. This information coming from a 2000 flood. 2007 flyer distributed by the FBI. As Brianna was not scheduled to return to work on March 21st, 20, 21st, 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 her co-workers were not aware that she had gone missing. March 23rd, Jillian, They just thought that she didn't show up for work several times? No, she wasn't scheduled. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So they were like, she's just off. She's not here. Gallivanting. Yeah. Uh, Jillian telephoned Brianna's parents on March 23rd uh, and found out that she actually had not returned home. Kelly became concerned, learning that her daughter hadn't been seen in a few days and began to call her friends and employers. Unfortunately, no one had been in contact with her since the last night she had worked. According, uh, her concern grew. Kelly reported her daughter as missing, and it was at that time that the Oldsmobile had become conce- concerned in the case. Um, March 25th, Bruce and Kelly gave photos of Brianna to the Vermont State Police. However, they initially were skeptical that foul play was involved, given that there were no signs of a violent confrontation. Even though the mom later says, oh, yeah, she was super weird in the mall earlier. Like, mm-hmm. all right. So there's a lot of theories that I have about this. And um, a, a website conveniently provided them to me at the end. Uh-huh. And you um, were like, hold on. You're I think, right. I think all of these. <laughs> I put on my monocle and I was like, hmm, yes, precisely. Yes, shallow and pedantic. Exactly. <laughs> I love that you lifted up glasses to put on a lens uh, to a see things. A fake monocle. Instead, I could have just like done like the, hmm, yes, shallow Oh, I love that. Yeah. You that, should do that all the time. You look great. I would die with this because I could not. How did people have monocles back then? Because this is like. Well, you have. I'm gonna put like a nail right here, uh-huh. and then it'll keep that other part from going on your. Eyes. Yeah, but I'm. Not, I I can't see even with. Close the other eye, not that. Not that one. <laughs> the fuck. Do they when they're wearing? Well, how do people? I think wear, they did close an eye. Yeah, but how do people wear monocles all the time? Because like some people wore monocles, they'd walk around like this. Like one part is very amplified and the other is like not so it's making my brain go whoa see i don't think that they wore them all the time maybe oh yeah i they, think they, they might be little, like the bifocals chains. they had the little chain 
They had the little chains that like held them, didn't yeah. they? They just like dangled. I think that was like the bifocal. So you see regularly, Ooh. and then you put up fist when you want to read. Well, that's messing up my eyes. Give me a headache. Well, they're already messed up. That's why we wear glasses. But so, um, uh, oh. despite yeah, they were considering her disappearance to be that of a runaway. Despite this, they initiated a search. Run still. Away. Um, they initiated a search, which involved police officers, search dogs, combining, combing the area around the barn on foot, but nothing of value was found. A look into the house discovered a drug dealer paraphernalia and a gun. A drug dealer paraphernalia. I just added the A. Oh, okay. I thought it would, for like, you know, Emphasis for effect, yeah. Yeah. Um, at the time of her disappearance, Brianna had been taking medication for migraines, which had been left behind in the car, along with her contact lenses, clothing, makeup, and driver's license. This indicated that the to the investigators that she'd either intended to return to the vehicle at some point or that she had abandoned it of her own free will. Um, women's fleece jacket was found in a field near where the Oldsmobile had been abandoned, but it apparently did not belong to the missing girl. Uh, March 30th, 2004, the Oldsmobile was pro- Oldsmobile. Oldsmobile. Uh, was processed at the Vermont State Crime Lab, where uh, while there were no signs of struggle or that she had met with foul play, it was later revealed that a DNA had been found. Not long One out, DNA. A DNA. And not longer after, it would be concluded that Brianna's disappearance was probably the result of something happening to her against her will. Uh-oh. Uh, several people came forward to see, say they'd seen Brianna's vehicle that night that she went missing. According to one witness who drove by the bar between 1130 and 1230, he'd seen headlights, but had not seen anyone around the Oldsmobile. While another would state that he'd seen the turn signal flashing between midnight and 1230 a.m. that night. Brianna's former boyfriend had been returning from a party across the border in Canada when he saw the car around 4 a.m. But similar to the first witness, no one was seen with it. A few motorists noticed the scene the next morning, with some finding strange enough that they actually stopped to take pictures. One reported seeing loose change, a bracelet or a necklace, and a water bottle on the ground next to the vehicle. Vehicle. So they saw this shit and they were just like, yeah, this car is That's crazy looking. I'm just going to tell it. People be taking pictures of barns all the time. I also love that the picture that he took was very much like, look at this beautiful mountain in the background. Okay, girl. Like... (laughs) Let's just... I Oh, my phone is listening to me. Because it thought that I said, okay. Jujal. Yeah. Um, even though I said, okay, girl. But, you know, whatever. Um, that he was just like, look at this beautiful picture of this mountain. But also this old barn and a Creepy car. Creepy barn and car, guys. It. Like, he had to, like, stage the, per- the picture perfectly. Like, does that make sense? No, absolutely People not. be doing that. State troopers, apparently. People be. People be. There are people who be. Mm-hmm. Um, over the years, official searches have seen drivers search a Berkshire pond. Divers, not drivers. Search a Berkshire pond and police have scoured the local wooded areas and space between Hutchins Bridge with cadaver dogs. Uh, a court inquest also occurred and officers with the Border Patrol utilized their helicopter to cover more land. Overall, the searches involved uh, officers from three straight states and members of Texas Equisearch. Okay. Texas Equisearch is like the leading 
thing in the country to find missing people. Why? Because we have that many missing people? It, they're just good at it. And they use horses. That's why it's Equus. Oh, horses. You get the horses out there. Get those horses. Get those horses out of here. Get the horses in here. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Brianna's friends and family conducted their own searches of the area, putting up missing persons flyers across Vermont and surrounding states. Her parents took matters into their own hands, following leads across Vermont, New York, Quebec, and Connecticut. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got ma- multinational, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even went to strip club in Boston after receiving a call that Brianna was seen there. It turned out to be a case of mistaken identity. Of course. Uh, a month into the investigation, Bruce sent a letter to Vermont Governor James. Wait, who's Bruce? I- her father. Oh, okay. Uh, to Vermont Governor James Douglas, stating that he had felt the search had not been aggressive enough and the police were keeping him and Kelly in the dark over its progress. In May of 2004, this is uh, only months afterwards, the Maitland teamed up with the parents of Maura Murray. Maura Murray. Mara Murray. M A U R A M U R R A Y. Maura Murray. Mara Murray. Mara Murray. Murray. Uh, a woman who'd went missing in Haverhill, New Hampshire, in February of 2004, and those of Amy Riley, a 20-year-old New York or New Hampshire woman. Uh, whose murdered body had been found in April of that year, to plead for help from both public and federal authorities. At the time, it was believed that the three cases were connected, and thus the families wanted the FBI to become involved since they crossed state lines. Yeah. February 17th, 2006, there was an alleged cited sighting of Brianna at Caesars World Casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Grainy surveillance, surveillance video uh, showed a woman resembling a missing girl sitting at a poker table with a bald man why you gotta be bald why i'm getting there okay hey <laughs> chris you're bald yes i'm not with a missing girl i don't know her that was in 2006 i was i had hair then i had hair then i was a child a, a child. child no no stop saying things when i do i don't like that well stop saying things when i do no you're doing it it's you. You're doing it. Okay. Valid. It's probably my fault. Hold on. Oh, thank you for doing it afterwards, at least. Okay. Well. Um, your nail polish is chipped. Ye- so, unfortunately, the woman has never been identified, but Kelly's maintains that she sees a strong resemblance between her and Brianna. During a search of a remote wooded area of Montgomery in October of 2007, a pair of weathered blue jeans were located. The area, which was approximately seven miles from where Brianna went missing, has not been searched previously. The jeans had been sent to the state forensics lab to be analyzed, but the results have not been publicly released. Uh, with the help of the search for their missing do- to help with the search of their missing daughter, Bruce and Kelly hired private investigator Bru- er, Greg Overracker. Greg Obrabber. Uh, the family received several uncorroborated mysterious phone calls from people claiming that Brianne had been tied to a tree in the woods and her body was dip- disposed of at the bottom of a lake. In 2008, an expanded review of the investigation was conducted and a team was created that would solely be dedicated to the case. This meant that a more aggressive approach could be taken and more interviews were conducted, some of those who had already been spoken to by investigators. 
In 2010, the Vermont State Police and Rescue Team, along with canine units, canine units conducted a search of Privé Hill Road in Richford, but saw nothing new was uncovered. March 2016, the information about the DNA discovered in Brianna's vehicle was made public. However, the test results were not released. Wait, this is like 10 years after. Mm-hmm. Over four years in September of 2020, the Vermont State Police Major Crime Unit teamed up with Ulthram Inc. to re-examine the evidence. Ulthram Inc. is the world's first private DNA laboratory. <clears throat> laboratory. Laboratory. Built to apply modern parallel sequen- sequencing with forensic evidence. Currently, the Vermont State Police are offering a reward of up to $5,000 for information leading to a resolution in the case and or the arrest and conviction of those responsible. They say the investigation is still active, but that it has no se- no clear suspect and has not been uncovered. Wait, I'm sorry, I missed something. Did they find her body? No. Okay. Hundred- you mentioned something about tied to a tree, and I was like, oh, That's what? what people were saying. Oh, okay. They were telling the private investigator that. Okay. Uh, hundreds of people have been interviewed in the relation to the case, but it is said that new tips are still called in a few times a month. Well, that's... A, we've seen that a million times where it's like, oh, new cases of blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, you guys are just making shit up to try and get some money somewhere. Like, get it solved. Oh, I... Well, get it solved or you see, like... I mean, it was like the same thing if you watch the documentary of Elisa Lamb that people... Even, like, many years after Elisa Lam, like, was found and whatever, they were like, oh, yeah, we went and, like, what do they call them, uh, YouTube famous people were are showing up and, like, trying to do the, or even, the, like, unsolved mysteries people. Like, if they showed up for Elisa Lam's, they'd be like, oh, yeah, we looked at it from a different angle. And, like, this is our thoughts. Since so they, like, try and do some leads into it, it's like, girl, you're not better than the, the police. And I don't... Some of the police are not good. But. There, some police are not good, but in that case, I feel like it's so publicized that there are situations like that. But, I mean, we saw a, a perfect example where a podcaster did find the result. You researched it. That mm-hmm. teacher that was murdered, that a podcaster found... Tara Grinstead. Yes, that found the way that she died. And it was like, we, we have those obvious situations where uh, someone else that was not the police or any FBI or detectives found out and solved the murder. So there are situations like that that are out there. So I can't shit on them so much, but... Uh, You're going to anyway. I'm going to anyways. Yeah. Because I we, I love our podcast, but we do not research that in depth into these things to be invested oh, enough yeah. to find out things about them. If that makes any <laughs> sense. Like, I have a hunch... Uh, but I'm never like... We can create theories that we know want what to. Happened. Exactly. Like, oh, I know all the details of this case in and out because we don't have the time or the energy, honestly, to research that far into these things. You give me Wikipedia, you give me Murder- Murderpedia, and that's all I've got, okay? Yeah. I'm not like, let me scour the internet for all these like random ideas and like, let me go ahead and re... Let me draw out the hallway that Elisa Lamb was in and like understand the direction that she went throughout the buildings. Like, no, bitch, I'm just telling you the story. I'm not trying to solve this. I'm just trying to tell you the story, okay? I, I have not enough energy on this planet for that, okay? All right. <laughs> yep. Uh, so here are the theories. Oh. So the strongest theory, um, which I believe this is, I, this is what I believe, um, is that Brianna's disappearance was drug related. 
Oh. Uh, because it, the authorities uh, report that the drugs were very prominent in the Montgomery area, and Brianna's friends have said that she experimented with hard drugs, particularly cocaine. Um, this had led some to speculate that if she had been killed over a drug debt, her body was hidden to hide the crime. Um, it should be noted that investigators have not been able to, to su substantiate this theory, and her parents maintain that she was not seriously involved in the scene, despite them finding out about her friendships with supposed drug dealers and, uh, and users. And she didn't live in their house. Yeah. Uh, so how would you know about these things? Yeah. That would be my theory, is drugs. Yeah. Also, you went out with your mom. You were very distracted when you were checking out, went outside visibly shaken that is plenty of time for you to go out and do a bump of cocaine well not even i, I don't say a bump of cocaine you probably got a call on your cell because at that point there were cell phones so maybe she got a call and was like you know i need to I go have it right now uh and so she stepped aside and was like and someone was like uh you need to meet us right now because we need our money right now and she was probably like fuck i don't have that and that's why she took her paychecks to be like here's my bartering like I have this, I'm working on getting the rest of your money. And they're like, it's not enough. And they killed or her. Or I would also say, sometimes when you go out with your mom, she's like, let me buy this for you. She maybe took money from her mom, cash money, to give these people. Okay. But, I mean, she also took her paycheck. So she probably took but cash no, no, money no, no. and this the is paycheck. This a different day. Oh. This is earlier in the day. She went out to lunch with her mom. Uh -huh. Then they went shopping. While shopping in line, she went and had was in checkout whatever happened yeah and, and then, then she came went to back. work and then she went in the car and had the 150 dollars that's paychecks. what i'm saying she got the call she wasn't in her car she was with her mom her mom drove her around yes i don't care at the point of of whose car it was i think that a call was like you need to bring your money right now and so she maybe took money from her mom and then also okay, went to work, got her paycheck, and was like, hey, here's the money that I've got right now. I haven't cashed this shit, but, like, I came directly here to meet you at this time that you wanted me to meet you. I can cash this and get it to you. I just need, you know, this much more time. And drug dealer was like, I don't give a shit about this uncashed check. Like, figure it out right now. Uh, and yeah. so then they killed her. Uh, I also think she might have been doing drugs in that house since they found the paraphernalia. She could have, but also it, it was a drug. If it was the place for drug dealers to meet, it may not have been her that did the drugs. It just may have been a place drugs. She was to meet. Exactly. Yeah. Um, in the following weeks from her disappearance, the uh, police received tips stating that Brianna was being held in a house in Berkshire known to be occupied by drug dealers. Um, Ramon L. Ryans and Nathaniel Charles Jackson, both of New York. On April 15th of 2004, the house was raided by police and they uncovered cocaine, weed, and drug paraphernalia, but no trace of Brianna. At this time, Ryans was arrested on drug charges. Uh, in late 2004, investigators received another tip, this time from an anonymous female, female that implicated both Ryans Jackson in Brianna's murder. The unknown woman stated that the pair had killed Brianna the week after her disappearance, after Ryan's and her argued over money she had lent him to purchase cocaine. After she was killed, the woman claimed Brianna's body was temporarily stored in the basement of another woman before being dismembered with a table saw and disposed of in a pig farm. Police have been unable to corroborate the validity of the statement. Jesus. So I think 
I don't know about all that end piece about the pig farm, but yeah. I definitely do think that she was involved in drugs and was around the wrong people and misled them and they got her. Yeah. Um, theory two, uh, Brianna simply left town of her own accord. According to friends, those knew her, the young woman had mentioned plans of a short trip out to the area. Uh, this paired with her history of running away had, may have led to some speculate. She had simply decided to move somewhere else and start over new. However, the police have not been able to uncover ev any evidence to indicate that she left voluntarily. No, it's... Why would you leave your car? Be beginning of 2000s, after, especially after 9-11, people weren't allowed to just, like, go and do things. Like, social security numbers, passports, all this shit. Like, unless she's just, like, living a life in the Appalachian Mountains and not talking to a single person, people will find her. We, we, are, we are, there's surveillance everywhere. Someone will see you. Something's going on. Uh, absolutely not. She did not just disappear in the mid-2000s after 9-11 and just call it a day like no. that's not that's not no no i disbelieve that one uh third theory is that brianna was abducted by several people her parents have speculated that this would be the case a single person would not have been able to subdue her because oh she knew karate jujitsu jujitsu sorry mm -hmm. um they believe that someone may have spotted her became obsessed and hid in her back seat before attacking her while she drove home from the black lantern we researched this already we researched this whole uh, I talked about the the scary story of the person in the back seat. Uh, I, we it's talked about this already. It's a theory in a lot of people's minds. I don't think that it's possible. I walk past my car and I see, I'm always looking in the rear view mirror and I can see anything. So like if someone pops up and me like, no, get out of my car. I don't have a back door. <laughs> you you can't get in front. here. Exactly. Um, a popular theory is that Brianna's disappearance is related to that of Mara Murray. Um, it is given that Haverhill in New Hampshire is where Mara was last seen. is only 90 miles from Montgomery. The FBI met with local authorities to discuss the, the possible links between the two cases, including the fact that both had gone myth missing after a car accident. They both, both left their belongings behind and that they were both young, attractive, brown-haired women. However, it is eventually concluded that despite the similarities, the cases were likely not connected. I don't believe that either. Um, and there's a, a last one that should be noted is a theory and is not entirely ruled out, but is less likely. Aliens. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Final theory is that uh, Brianna was the victim of Alaskan serial killer Israel Keyes in um, 2012. To, uh, investigators investigated a possible connection between Keyes and Brianna as he was the only uh, he was known to have committed crimes in Vermont, Alaska, Washington, and Oregon. However, his financial records showed that he was elsewhere on the day where Brianna went missing. December tw Oh, shit. 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 You scrolled again? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Classic. December 2nd, Keyes died of suicide while incarcerated at the Anchorage Correctional Complex as a result of self-inflicted wrist cuts and strangulation. While he left a suicide note, it did not offer any clues uh, to the victims of his crimes. All right. And that's where we are. So no so clue. if you know anything about uh, Brianna Maitland, please contact Vermont State Police. All right, sis. Yeah, I think it's the first one. I think it's drug-related shit. Yeah. Because also, I mean, you... There's reasons to run out on your parents at 17 years old. Mm -hmm. 
But if it's a fairly stable environment, there's not a lot of reasons unless you're like involved in stuff that you probably shouldn't i mean you can be a rebellious teenager but also if you're a rebellious teenager and you're known to have dabbled in uh drugs uh then it's highly possible that she got involved in some heavy shit and continued to stay involved in heavy shit especially she's working a minimum wage job and not making enough money to pay off this shit or she was like hey let me start selling and then maybe like lost some s- stock of whatever she's doing, and it's like or smoked it herself, or exactly or smoked it herself. And then it's like, uh, okay, well, we still need money for all that, and so that's when she was trying to barter with whatever she took from her mom, if she did, plus her paychecks after she was done with work. So it's like, there's a lot of possibilities here if she was trying to be a drug dealer and fuck that up hardcore. Uh, so don't do drugs, kids. Don't get involved in the drug trade. Just buy. Just buy if you need to. And only buy marijuana because marijuana shouldn't be illegal. But we're not talking about that, okay? <laughs> what? He looked at you. Did he? Mm-hmm. I didn't. Didn't. Our spoopy, our spoopy podcast and Listen Works do not endorse my message, okay? <laughs> I don't even know who you are. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. I'm just saying. What's your name again? Uh, Ethel? Churse. Churse. It's C-H- I-R-S. Chers. Um, yeah. Uh, also, the fact that I spelled Chris to someone on the phone the other day, and I was like... It could be a K. I could be, but uh, whatever. And also, I had a, a problem spelling it. I was like, C-H-R-I-S. Wait, hold on. Did I spell it right? Uh, and I was sober. That was just me being awkward on the phone and talking to a human being. Uh, because... I haven't done that in a year. <laughs> Talking to a stranger. Hello, my name's Chers. No, 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 no. Hi, my name's Evelyn. That's uh, not right. It's not right. Who it's am Chris. I? <laughs> it's Chris, but it's spelled Evelyn. No. No, no. No. What? What is happening to me? <laughs> yeah. Valid point. I believe you. Yeah. I'm just wild like that. I'm just so random just, like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just so random. Um... Yeah, well, that's crazy. I mean, really. I would hope that they find her at some point. That'd be pretty, pretty, uh. Dope. Pretty dope. What do the U's say nowadays? Pretty, uh. No cap. N- what? Is no that... cap means you're not lying. All right. Um, well, I guess it's the end of our podcast. Is that we're, we're done there? So. Uh, we'd like to thank our sister podcast. Let's talk about gay, gay stuff. Let's talk about gay stuff. Talks about all of uh, the uh, things that we need to know. Us youths need to know uh, from Youths. gay history. Uh, we also have a pop in from me. Ew. Every once in a while, every month, to let you know uh, about gay youth culture in modern day history. So I like to educate the. Uh, older generation and be like hey look uh we also have some gay shit that happens like nowadays too uh Don't like so that noise. what that's not okay uh it doesn't matter uh so you can listen to let's talk about let's talk about base stuff uh let's talk about base stuff let's talk about gay stuff at let's talk about gay stuff uh dot com let's talk about gay stuff at facebook and instagram talk gay stuff on twitter and 
Uh, send them an email at let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I would also like to talk about our, like, weird, gross daughter who, um, she does weird stuff. I'm but still anyways. on Tamisha's uh, elimination. Where, what, what, uh, where am I? I believe they're on the Snatch Game as uh, their latest episode, yes, but yes, also yes. me, mindset, Tamisha I'm on. Yeah. Anyways. Who would she have been? Tell me. I feel like it would be somebody basic, but I don't care. I don't care. I would have stand her. I would have just been like, yes, mama, slay, yes, God, yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. For your nerves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's our Rupee podcast, bringing you the latest in televised drag competitions. Oh, yes. Our Rupee podcast available on <clears throat> any podcast platform. Of all of them. But if you want social medias, that's Our Rupee Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And you can also send them an email at OurRupeePodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, we'd also like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. Yes! They are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, and managing your social media platforms, EconomyWorks has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. EconomyWorks, when we work, the economy economy works! Find out more about EconomyWorks at EconomyWorks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. Economy works. Yeah. Wow, that was beautiful. I love that. Uh, well, that was our podcast. We we did a lot of laughing and a lot of stupid shit. So we I'm, sure did. I'm proud of us for that moment. We sure did. So I guess we should tell all of our listeners uh, to people to. Get, get spoopy with no, spoopy with it. I was trying to be a robot. No, it didn't work. Okay. <laughs>